Evet. All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. Today we're going to be talking about masculine and feminine energies, which I love this topic and so does my guest speaker. I'm Melissa Kretschler. I'm your host. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, and creator, founder of not only Just Alive TV, but also the Women Supporting Women Can Network. So uh, today's episode has been sponsored by Valens and Britt. Um, if you are an ambitious woman who has tapped into your power or even just tasted a little bit of your power, um, and you want to start playing with that power, go and check out the Sigma Dom experience. Uh, link in the description. Go and check that out. And I'm going to hand it over to our guest speaker to introduce themselves. Damina, would you like to do that? Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on today. Yes. So I'm Domina Eventual. I am a power dynamics mentor, and I basically help overly ambitious women who, like you mentioned, have tasted their power, who are just wanting to really dive deep into that, have that magnetic presence where they just feel like they just own a room wherever they may be, regardless of circumstance. And they're wanting to just be in that energy a hundred percent of the time. So that's a little bit about what I do. Um, my emphasis obviously is in the background of energetics. So I deal with a lot in the realm of like quantum physics, energetics, things like that. So I'm really excited to dive into today's topic with you. I, so when we started, um, I, I, I said that I love your mask and I absolutely do. So if anybody's watching or catching live or, or even watching the replay, please comment um, <laughs> and get involved in the conversation today. So we're talking about masculine and feminine energies. And when you were talking about your ideal clients and that, that powerful feeling of dominating when you walk into a room, I had that uh, many years ago. I had that feeling. And every so often I catch myself asking, you know, what was it about that time in my life or or what was it about that period of my life where that feeling was so exponential that literally wherever I went or whatever I did was successful and empowering to have that feeling. So um, I don't know if you want to delve into that. We talked about jumping in on tangents. So there's one. <laughs> um, is that feeling of of empowerment. I know that I do something called uh, your chakra power. So I'm a spiritual teacher. I've combined the identity with chakra power or, or chakra energy on this one. And I always say that every woman, man, doesn't matter, has this epicenter of power. And that epicenter of power is what feeds your confidence. It feeds your um, happiness. It feeds your level of awareness and, and self-identity. And so mine is in my sacral chakra. Um, no, yes, sacral. Yes, not solar plexus, sacral. And one of the things that that is, is that's my femininity. That is, so I am very much a pleasure seeker. I am very much a physical um, person. And so a lot of my life and a lot of my happiness revolves around physicality um and and femininity so would that be something that you think would go into those masculine and feminine energies i i would agree yes 
a lot of times when we're talking about the masculine and the feminine energies, um, the biggest misconception that I come across when I speak to women, people in general, even in the beginning with my partner was, you know, women are feminine and men are masculine, but that's not the case whatsoever. And that's the biggest misconception out there is that when we're talking about energetics, energy doesn't have a gender. It is non-binary. So, you know, for someone like myself, for example, I am more in my masculine most of the time than I am in my feminine, but I know how to balance the two to be able to say, okay, even though I'm let's say standing in my, in my, as I call it, my dom power, when I enter into a room, I'm still walking like I'm very feminine. You know, there's this graciousness with the movements that I make because they're very intentional and kind of talking to what you were speaking of earlier. Um, I, I see that many times with women where they're just like, well, you know, like I remember there was a moment in, in my life where I felt that power. I felt that energy, but somewhere down the line, I just, I don't know how to really touch back into that. And really the foundational piece of being able to be able to do something like that is just the mere concept of understanding the energy and how to switch as needed between the masculine and the feminine energies, because you can't be both at the same time, obviously. So, you know, in a moment like right now, I may be in my masculine, but I'm touching the internal parts of myself to seek that pleasure center, to bring forth that feminine energy where I'm able to give <clears throat> and also receive at the same time, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, it totally does. So what, other than that, because I do agree with you, I think that everybody experiences the masculine feminine energies. We, mm -hmm. um, it's like when, when people go through your horoscope and they're like, oh, what sign are you in? Are you air sign? Are you water sign? Are you fire sign, earth sign? We're all of them. Everybody has all of those signs. I think it's just what you predominantly use. There's a center right. where we touch all of them, right? That's being centered. That's being present in the moment and not, you know, not um, embodying one over the other. It's kind of just incorporating all of them together. But we do take on personas and we do take on those energies as needed when in different situations, right? Um <clears throat> So what do you think on top of that, that misconception, what do you think maybe the biggest symptom or um, issue that someone would face when they don't understand that concept or we're not, when they're not embodying their own energies? So what, because I did struggle with that as well, right? So when you're struggling with being able to and I don't say balance, I say harmonize, because when you think about balance, kind of like Libra, which I am, it's very just equal. Like there's nothing that kind of teeter totters. Well, when we're talking about the masculine and the feminine energies, you're kind of doing a little bit of this. So um, for someone that struggles with that, 
you need to really start to understand which of the two energies is more dominant in your life, first and foremost. So if you're more in the feminine, um, but you struggle to be in the masculine, there is this work that needs to be done that ties into the shadow work aspect to be able to recognize if you're not able to harmonize the two energies, there is some stagnation in your energy because of some sort of trauma or unresolved feelings that you haven't really delved into to be able to work through that in order to access more of that which you want, whether that is, again, the masculine and the feminine energy. So when you begin to start doing that work more and more, it really starts to solidify for you how it is that you can be able to look at both energies and say, okay, this is the time for this type of energy. This is the time for that type of energy. So for women, especially, because that is predominantly who I work with, women who are constantly in this phase where they just they have this glimpse of it and then they lose it. And then they have this glimpse of it and then they lose it. It's having that grace upon yourself to recognize, okay, I see this happening. I'm not going to judge myself for it, but I'm going to ask, why is this happening? And having that, those deep rooted questions that you're asking yourself to really start to understand why there is this discrepancy in your energy and what you need to do about it. If you're more in the masculine like myself, there has to be this counterbalance where you're giving more to fill up your cup again, going for walks in nature, taking a bath, lotioning your body in a very sensual way, being able to, for myself, because I have had a lot of childhood trauma. It is absolutely imperative for me to relax my somatic my somatic system. And so I need to do my due diligence of relaxing my body to whatever capacity that is, whether that's painting again, or any activity that will do that for me so I can tap into that feminine energy. And if it's for the masculine energy that I want to tap into, then it's doing things for my business, doing things that will get me more into the logical state of mind that will kind of gear up, if you will, that masculine energy. Yeah. So like the process provider energy, um, masculine and feminine energies, the way that I explain them is um, the feminine energy is really that nurturer, right? That nurturing, creative um, very feminine and, and very light energy where it's like you said, the grace, right? Um, if you walk into a room and like you said, you demand, um, concentration walking in that room, you're very masculine and you're demanding all that the attention walking in that room, yet in the feminine side, you're preening at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> for me that's what it, that's what it would feel like right walking into room going yeah yeah I'm the confidence right? right um when you have a good handle on that the masculine and feminine energies or are harmonizing them you have confidence you have that sense of self you have the ability to um 
just express yourself in ways that, you know, you may not, if you didn't have confidence or you didn't have that, that sense of self. So that's where I would go with that. So what do you want? What do you want to talk about when it comes to masculine and feminine energies? What I would say about that is really just being able to understand because in my line of work, I have seen a lot of different scenarios, even women who just come to me in my day-to-day life, um, who just seem attracted to my energy and they just start speaking to me. The biggest thing that I have encountered that I would like to speak to because it has a lot to do with the feminine and masculine energy is this new movement of women that, or this role that society has put upon us to say women should be independent and they don't need a, they don't need a man. So they should just do everything themselves type of thing. And what I have to say about that is that while I am an independent woman and I don't need a man, but I want a man. And what comes into that is what what is really happening right now, and this is going to be um, possibly a sensitive subject for many people, um, is that there is what I see a war against straight men and straight women where they're being told to be to they're pretty much being split between the two so it's separating the masculine and the feminine energy which is why in our society women really struggle to have that balance of the masculine and the feminine energy to begin with so do men men are told they can't be sensitive. They can't speak about their feelings. They can't show emotion because then they're going to be considered weak. Likewise with women, they're being told the exact same thing. But then when they do try to say that, or they're not doing that, then they're cold and they're ruthless and they, they're pretty much demonized for trying to be something different than what society is saying that they need to be. And so what is happening that I'm seeing with women is that this split between the two energies is causing a lot of dysfunction in our society. It's creating this this wedge between what life really is. And it is the, the harmony of the men and the women coming together to build a solid foundation and a very strong form of power that can ultimately change the trajectory of our society by being able to recognize that we it's not that we need each other necessarily to be able to function in our life, but we want each other so we can live a harmonious life. And so by being able to see these differences um, looking from the outside in, knowing what I know, it's this idea that needs to really be cultivated and integrated into our society of understanding that, yes, 
as a woman, you can be independent. You can chase after your dreams. You can have it all while also having a good man by your side that will ultimately help you to reach higher heights than you would by yourself. And I'll speak to that. So with myself and my relationship with my partner, I have been able to do a tremendous amount of, acquire a tremendous amount of success in my life just by myself. But now being with my partner for now three years, he has been able to propel me in ways that I have never been able to acquire myself because he has this level of thinking that is quite different than how I think. And so having that harmony between myself having the harmonization of masculine and feminine energy and himself having the masculine and the feminine energy harmonized on his end, we are able to harmonize each other to create this ever flowing momentum that is an, on an upward spiral that is creating massive amount of success for myself. And that is what I really hope to be able to portray in our time together with your audience is the desire of being able to have these these two energies intertwined both externally and internally yeah um i love that you brought up the the masculine and femininity um in this respect i i i have been we did an episode last year um on feminism and I did toxic femininity. And what I found in the feminist um, the feminist community uh, lately, and not all, but some, um, it, it's morphed into more a more of a dominate versus equality, right? Um, I am a, a huge supporter of equality of all types, shapes and forms. Um, but when you get into a dominant, um so dominant feminism is where you know you've pushed me down many years now it's my turn to push you down and I don't think that's I don't think that's right I don't think it's you know oh they did this to me so I should do that to them um women now are you're right being taught that they have to be wholly in their masculinity to succeed in corporate careers to succeed in being independent women um, I'm an independent women, woman. I have been married for 15 years to my husband and he is hella masculine. <laughs> and, but he's my supporter. He's my confidant. He's my friend. He's my, he's so many different things to me and he feeds me what I need. Right. And so as each individual person, there are things that we need in a partner. There are things that we need in our friendships. There are things that we need and crave and desire in our everyday lives. And when we can find friendships, family relationships, romantic relationships that feed that need for us, then that's where I think we we do push each other and we do harmonize. But when you get the toxin, toxic masculinity and the toxic feminism, that's when it becomes convoluted and people question, well, you know, I'm not allowed to be um, sensitive because I'm a man. Well, that's bullshit. As far as I'm concerned, it's bull, right? And look how many wounded men, we talk about wounded women, look how many wounded men we have who are 
struggling with mental health, who are struggling with their emotional well-being, who are struggling in relationships because they don't know who they are and how to express themselves, right? And you get the same for women. You get a woman who is, you know, um, known as ruthless and cruel and all of these things because she's been thrown into a masculine energy or a role of a masculine energy. Um, I could become a top CEO and I'd still want to be feminine. I'd still want to have fun. And I'd still, you know, like just it's, it's sad and embarrassing that society makes us create a persona or create a role or create this identity of someone we're not when we just want to be who we are and live a happy life. Yeah. And we're not allowed to or we're told we're not allowed to be who we want because we're going to be judged and we're not going to be taken seriously or we're not going to be successful in life or what have you. And this, I mean, what, what really frustrates me knowing what I know working in the field that I've been working in for quite some time now, just taking a back seat and looking at how society is functioning from a non-biased state, just seeing it for what it is. It breaks my heart because I see women struggling, trying to have a career, have a, a a marriage, have children, have all these things, but they're, they feel incomplete still because they're not allowed to be who they want to be or broken homes are being created because of this toxic femininity, likewise with the toxic masculinity. And from the research that I have been studying more men are committing suicide because they just are being plagued with so much negativity from the women that they are starting to feel like they're not enough, like they have nothing to give. And the the counter to that that I'm seeing also is that women are still being raised with this mindset of a man has to provide for you. A man has to give everything for you. And if he's not doing that, then he's not a man. And while that's fine, if you have the means to do so, I'm not shunning that whatsoever or that lifestyle. What I have personally witnessed in my own relationships, I'm speaking to experience is that that is not a great foundation for a longstanding happy relationship or happiness within yourself personally, because there will be this level of resentment that gets created on either side where there's constantly this this pull of power of who can give me more. And what I find interesting with this whole dynamic is that 
with my example, with my partner, I had specifically told him when I first entered into the relationship that I'm not looking to be taken care of because I can take care of myself. I had a father who took care of me. He passed away and that was the end of being taken care of. And so I was in the state of, okay, if he can, if you can provide half of the support that I'm providing to you, we are creating this harmony of power exchange where I'm not dominating you, nor are you dominating me. But when we need to kind of push on each other, there is that level of reciprocity where I allow him to be a little more domineering towards me, to call me out on negative traits that I may carry and likewise or vice versa. Because there is this mutual understanding that we are not, it's not you against me, it's us against the problem. And so much of what is being cultivated in these generations that have been developing for quite some time now is we're living it with these preconceived notions of how life should be, although life has changed dramatically from where it was 50 years ago to where it is now. So the mindsets haven't changed, but the times have changed. So that is creating a lot of turmoil, a lot of resentment, a lot of pressure, a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety for all of these individuals, men and women, that they're left with this lack of identity of self of where do I go from here? What am I supposed to do? Because I'm not happy. They're not happy. Together, we're not happy. So what is left to do from this point? And so there is a lot of this old indoctrinations that really need to be changed, again, in order to be able to harmonize the masculine and the feminine energy. Absolutely. We, we've evolved, we've evolved, but we haven't evolved. Um, The knowledge hasn't evolved. And I think that what's being taught um, in the last six months, I've created two um, methods that change emotional and mental health. Um, And it's, things are outdated. Schools are outdated. Um, And not to say that they're not great. They absolutely are. My own children are in school but the lessons that are taught are outdated, right? Schools are in are teaching conformity. Um, mm-hmm. Our parents are teaching us what relationships are supposed to be like, but they learned that from their parents and they learned that from their parents and they learned that from their parents. We just get this vicious cycle of what's supposed to happen instead of what we want to happen, right? Like I know many couples who don't have children and that's totally fine, right? Um, I know many couples who have children or there's so many different scenarios, right? If you are in a same-sex marriage or a heterosexual marriage, whatever that looks like, that relationship needs to be a culmination. A relationship is has three parts. It has you, your partner, and the relationship itself. And each of you bring your thoughts, your beliefs, your ideals, your desires, your wants and needs into that relationship. And there has to be this, this give and take, right? And like you said, it's not always one person giving and one person taking. It's, 
hey, you're not feeling well, let me do that for you. Um, you're being really negative, let me call you out on that. Um, and let's work to fix it, right? And it's, or, or to make it easier or better or whatever that looks like. There's a lack of communication. There's a lack of understanding. People don't know how to talk anymore. People don't know how to share their opinion without it being right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's those are some of the reasons why I started the show in the first place is because, you know, if, if I'm going to have a, a discussion with somebody and I say, okay, I'm going to listen, there are three ways that people listen. Only one of them is correct. The first way people listen is I'm going to listen just because you need somebody to listen to you, but I'm really not going to pay attention. Um, The second one is I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to pay attention. But while you're talking, I'm going to be planning my response. Right. Instead of actually listening to your meaning, I'm going to get defensive. I'm whatever that looks like. Right. And then there's listening with actual ears and saying, I'm going to listen to what you have to say, and I'm going to try to understand where you're coming from, because what you're saying has nothing to do with me and everything to do with you, mm-hmm. right? Um, and people just don't do that. So a lot of that gets lost in translation and lost in the expectations and the intergenerational um, teachings that we're having. I just scheduled a show for that one, intergenerational you know, traumas. What are we handing down? And this misconception that females have to be a certain way and males have to be a certain way is is one of those things that needs to stop being handed down. Yes, definitely. And that has been really the cornerstone of my entire life. I mean, even as I was growing up, I had a father who was of the olden times. He grew up in the fifties. So when I was in high school, he was already much older. He was already 60 when I was in high school. So he was teaching me a lot of good qualities, good values, of course, but at the same time, there were some values that I just did not want to adopt because I saw that they did not work for my lifestyle. And so being able to question those types of belief systems that have been brought down through the generations and ask, well, who came up with this? Who came up with this ideology that we have to be this certain way? you know, most of the people who have been passing down this information don't even know that the war is over yet. And so it's been generations upon generations of men who have been brought up with this warrior mindset of they have to be in fight mode all the time. They have to be in this state of aggression all the time because otherwise they're going to get trampled over. And for women, it's still this belief system from the kingdom age where they have to just bear babies and their role is to be a housewife and to do these things. But that's not how our generation functions now whatsoever. And so we have, as women have fought very hard to be able to be in the work, in the workforce. We have fought very hard to have these types of equal rights. And yet there's, 
women are still being indoctrinated again, like I mentioned previously, with these same ideologies from the kingdom era. And that that mentality for both men and women has not changed whatsoever. And I've seen that generations before me, generations after me, and will continue to be that way unless we step in and start questioning who came up with this and does this fit my lifestyle? If it doesn't, then it's time to switch that and figure out what it is that I want my life to look like. And that's going to take time, of course. It took me a very long time of just being able to sit with my thoughts and understand and visualize what do I want my life to look like? What do I want my relationship to look like with my partner? And what do I want my life to look like with my partner on top of everything else? And being able to look at it from an external perspective or from the outside in, and then being able to judge accordingly how to start changing the trajectory of your life to start fitting your desire for your life is really where it's at. Absolutely. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going? Um, honestly, I... First and foremost, I appreciate the time, the conversation of being able to spend with you. Um, I really just hope that for women to really start to understand that it is possible for them to have more than what they currently have and be able to have it all while being able to understand the dynamic between the masculine and the feminine energy to be able to change their entire life for the positive. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, if anybody would like to connect with Jamina, please feel free. Her links are in the description of this episode. Um, check out her uh, Sigma Dom experience. That is also linked from our sponsor who happens to be our guest speaker today. I really appreciate your time. And this has been a fantastic um, episode on, I love discussions like this. I absolutely do, because it really just gives that, that in-depth insight into things that should be talked about in, in society these days. So I thank you for joining me today. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right. So if anybody would like to be a guest speaker on the show, a guest blogger, guest speaker, guest sponsor, please make sure you reach out to us at justalivetv.com. Um, again, go and check out Damina at all of her links in the description. Um, I'm your host, Melissa Kretschel. I hope you all have a wonderful afternoon, morning, or evening, depending on where or when you're watching. Um, and I'll see you all on the next, excuse me, episode. Bye.